Hello friends this is Varsha's take and it's simple I'm back in this episode with the reading of chapter 15 from the psychology of money by Morgan Housel chapter 15 nothing's free everything has a price but not all prices appear on labels everything has a price and the key to a lot of things with money is just figuring out what that price is and being willing to pay it the problem is that the price of a lot of things is not obvious until you have experienced them firsthand when the bill is overdue general electric was the largest company in the world in 2004 worth a third of a trillion dollars It had either been first or second each year for the previous decade capitalism's shining example of corporate aristocracy then everything fell to pieces the 2008 financial crisis sent GE's finan- financing division which supplied more than half the company's profile into chaos it was eventually sold off scrap Subsequent bets in oil and energy were disasters resulting in billions in write-offs. GE stock fell from $1.40 in 2007 to $1.07 by 2018. Blame placed on CEO Jeff Immelt who ran the company since 2001 was immediate and harsh. He was criticized for his leadership, his acquisitions, cutting the dividend, laying off workers, and of course, the plunging stock price. Rightly so, those rewarded with dynamic wealth when times are good hold the burden of responsibility when the tide goes out. He stepped down in 2017. But I melt said something insightful on his way out responding to critics who said his actions were wrong and what he should have done was obvious imult told his successors every job looks easy when you are not the one doing it every job looks easy when you are not the one doing it because the challenges faced by every someone in the arena are often invisible to those in the crowd dealing with the conflicting demands of sprawling bloat short term investors regulators unions and entrenched bureaucracy is not only hard to do but it's hard to even recognize the severity of the problem until you are the one dealing with them Emil's successor who lasted 14 months learned this as well. Most things are harder in practice than they are in theory. Sometimes this is because we are overconfident. More often it's because we are not good at identifying what the price of success is which prevents us from being able to pay it. The S&P 500 increased 119 fold in the 50 years ending 2018. All you had to do was sit back and let your money com- compound. 
but of course successful investing looks easy when you are not the one doing it hold stocks for the long run you'll hear it's good advice but do you know how hard it is to maintain a long term outlook when stocks are collapsing like everything else worthwhile successful investing demands a price but its currency is not dollars and cents its volatility fear doubt uncertainty and regret all of which are easy to overlook until you are dealing with them in real time the inability to recognize that investing has a price can tempt us to try to get something for nothing which like shoplifting rarely ends well say you want a new car it costs dollar 30000 you have three options pay dollar 30000 for it second find a cheaper used one or third steal it in this case 99% of people know to avoid the third option because the consequences of stealing a car outweigh the upside but say you want to earn an 11% annual return over the next 30 years so you can retire in peace does this reward come free of course not the world is never that nice that's a price tag a bill that must be paid in this case it's a never ending taunt from the market which gives big returns and takes them away just as fast including dividends the dow jones industrial average returned about 11% per year from 1950 to 2019 which is great but the price of success during this period was dreadfully high the shaded lines in the chart shown below here when it was at least 5% below its previous all time high so there's a graph here more than 5% below previous all time high and dow jones industrial average uh, on the x axis you have the number of years or the years 1950 1956 1962 and so on and here the the on the y axis there are the actual pricing or points this is the price of market returns the fee it is the cost of admission and it hurts like most of products the bigger the returns the higher the price netflix stock returned more than 35000% from 2002 to 2018 but traded below its previous all time high on 94% of days monster beverage returned 3 319000% from 1995 to 2018 among the highest returns in history but traded below its previous high 95% of the time during that period now here's the important part like the car you have a few options you can pay this price accepting volatility and up- upheaval or you can find an asset with less uncertainty and a lower payoff the equivalent of a used car 
or you can attempt the equivalent of grand theft auto try to get the return while avoiding the volatility that comes along with it many people in investing choose the third option like a car thief though well meaning and law abiding they form tricks and strategies to get the return without paying the price they trade in and out they attempt to sell before the next recession and buy before the next boom most investors with even a little experience know that volatility is real and common many then take what seems like the next logical step trying to avoid it so here we complete half of the chapter 15 nothing's free and from here on in my next episode i'll come with the remaining half of the chapter 15 nothing's free so bye from me for now meet you in the next episode happy listening thank you Welcome back. This is Varsha Steak and it's simple. So here in this episode I am back with chapter 15 the remaining half of chapter 15 nothing's free. But the money gods do not look highly upon those who seek a reward without paying the price. Some car thieves will get away with it. Many more will be caught and punished. Same thing with investing. Morningstar once looked at the performance of tactical mutual funds whose strategy is to switch between stocks and bonds at opportune times capturing market returns with lower downside risk they want the returns without paying the price the study focused on the mid 2010 through late 2011 period when us stock markets went wild on fears of a new recession and the S&P 500 de- declined more than 20%. This is the exact kind of environment the tactical funds are supposed to work in. It was their moment to shine. There were by Morningstar's count 112 tactical mutual funds during this period. only 9 had better risk adjusted returns than a simple 60 by 40 stock bond fund less than a quarter of the tactical funds had smaller maximum da- uh, drawdowns than the leave it alone index morningstar wrote with a few exceptions tactical funds gained less were more volatile or were subject to just as much downside risk as the hands of fund individual investors fall for this when making their own investments too the average equity fund investor underperformed the funds they invested in by half a percent per year according to morningstar the result of buying and selling when they should have just bought and held The irony is that by trying to avoid the price investors end up paying double back to GE 
One of its many faults stems from an era under former CEO Jack Welch. Welch became famous for ensuring quarterly earnings per share beat Wall Street estimates. He was the grandmaster. If Wall Street analysis expected uh, 0.25% share, Jack would deliver 0.26% no matter the state of business or the economy. He'd do that by massaging the numbers. That description is charitable. Often pulling gains from uh, future quarters into the current quarter to make the obedient numbers salute their master. Forbes reported one of dozens of examples. General Electric, for two years in a row, sold locomotives to un- unnamed financial partners instead of end users in transactions that left most of the risks of ownership with GE. Welch never denied this game. He wrote in his book, Straight from the Gut. The response of our business leads leaders to the cries Cries was typical of the GE culture. Even though books had closed on the quarter, many immediately offered to pitch in to cover the earnings gap. Some said they could find an extra $10 million, $20 million and even $30 million from their business to offset the surprise. The result was that under Welsh's leadership, stockhold, uh, stockholders didn't have to pay the price. They got consistency and predictability, a stock that surged year after year without the surprises of uncertainty. Then the bill came due, like to always does, like it always does. GE shareholders have suffered through a decade of mammoth losses that were previously shielded by accounting maneuvers. The penny gains of Welsh's era became dime losses today. The strangest example of this comes from failed mortgage, mortgage giants Freddie Mac and Fannie Mac. Fannie Mae, which in the early 2000s were caught under reporting current earnings by billions of dollars with the intention of spreading those gains out over future periods to give investors the illusion of smoothness and predictability, the illusion of not having to pay the price. The question is, why do so many people who are willing to pay the price of cars, houses, food and vacations try so hard to avoid paying the price of good investment returns? The answer is simple. The price of investing success is not immediately obvious. It's not a price tag you can see. So when the bill comes due, it doesn't feel like a fee for getting something good. It feels like a fine for doing something wrong. And while people are generally fine with paying fees, fines are supposed to be avoided. You are supposed to make decisions that preempt and avoid fines. Traffic fines and IRS fines mean you 
did something wrong and deserve to be punished the natural response for anyone who watches their wealth decline and views the that drop as a fine is to avoid future fines it sounds trivial but thinking of market volatility as a fee rather than a fine is an important part of developing the kind of mindset that lets you stick around long enough for investing gains to work in your favor few investors have the disposition to say i'm actually fine if i lose 20% of my money this is doubly true for new investors who have never experienced a 20% decline but if you view volatility as a fee things look different Disneyland tickets cost dollar 100 but you get an awesome day with your kids you'll never forget last year more than 18 million people thought that fee was worth paying few felt the dollar 100 was a punishment or a fine the worthwhile trade off of fees is obvious when it's clear you are paying one same with investing where volatility is almost always a fee not a fine market returns are never free and never will be they demand you pay a price like any other product you are not forced to pay this fee just like you are not forced to go to disneyland you can go to the local country fair where tickets might be dollar 10 or stay home for free you might still have a good time but you'll usually get what you pay for same with markets the volatility uncertainty fee the price of returns is the cost of admission to get returns greater than low fee parks like cash and bonds the trick is convincing yourself that the market's fee is worth it that's the only way to properly deal with volatility and volatility volatility and uncertainty not just putting up with it but realizing that it's an admission fee worth paying there's no guarantee that it will be sometimes it rains at disneyland but if you view the admission fee as a fine you'll never enjoy the magic find the price then pay it so this is the end of chapter 15 nothing's free and hope you enjoyed listening to it uh, i'll come in the next episode with my take uh, on the same chapter so until then bye hello this is varsha's take and it's simple So I'm back again in this episode uh to talk about my take on chapter 15 nothing's free. So everything has a price but not all prices appear on labels. Here in this chapter the author Morgan Husserl has tried to tell or bring to our notice that so many times we pay prices that we don't we cannot even see or we don't really pay the price always in terms of dollars or rupees or currency it could be price with fear with greed with your mindset with 
the anxiety that you have um it it would be the uncertainty which you have to face the unknown which you have to conf- confront sometimes failures and sometimes even success so till you get success you don't know what all prizes you have paid for so he says there are no free and we all know actually that there are no free lunches in this world so um, here uh, the author has told us that so many times uh, it's like paying the fees if you consider the losses or whatever you're paying for if you consider it as a fee then you learn a lot from that particular incident it could be fee uh, in respect of say maybe the stress you've gone through the hard work which you've put in or maybe the the motivation or the lack of motivation or the motivation that you have to had have to push yourself ahead uh, or it could be in terms of finances also so uh, if you look at it as as fees of particular uh uh situation then you may learn from that situation or from that incidents but so many times you get stressed of paying what you're paying for and then it turns like a fine so uh and then that gives you more stress because when do you pay fine normally you pay a fine when you're doing something wrong for example if you have uh over ridden the traffic signal or maybe you've gone to a place where the time time is over and then you still want to go in so or you have copied in your exam or you have taken somebody else's um uh somebody else's thing and you've just gone away or stolen it you can say it is that time when you are fined yeah or if you've done something illegal then you are fined so fine is a punishment and from that punishment probably it's not necessary that everyone would learn if you have that kind of mindset or when you are that that whatever you're losing is a fine or it's a punishment then you normally don't have the mindset of learning from those situations or incidences that is what the author is trying to say so if in, you have to pay anyways nothing comes for free so if you're paying and if you treat that payment in term uh, as a fee as a fee to learn something then it's uh, for sure that you are growing and next time you will you will also see that you get good returns for example he's given an example of disneyland if you go to if you visit disneyland you pay a dollar 100 uh you take a 100 dollar ticket to enter disneyland and if you find that as a punishment then you can either go to a park close by which has say dollar 10 as a ticket or maybe stay at home and pay nothing but now you ha- you are the one who have to decide whether you are enjoying what you're doing and is it worth paying what you've paid for so if you feel if you recognize the worth of what you've paid for then that is the fees and if you don't recognize the worth of what you're paying then it 
probably most of the time turns as a stress or a punishment or a fine so the author has said if you enjoy what you're paying for then you would surely learn come what may you know if you if you're put into any situation you're going to pay for it but you're going to earn from it learn from it uh like it's like you know paying more money to buy a new car and then a little less to buy a old car used car that is and to no money for stealing a car but it it is up to you that you decide what your risk reward ratio should be and what the reward should be in terms of in with respect to or what should be the reward So if you're buying a new car obviously it's your own car you've paid for it you've made yourself worth buying that car uh, that is why you could afford to buy a car so you can call it the fee of paying uh, a fee for for getting a new car to you you want to pay little less then you have to take a used car that may land you up into a wrong deal bad deal maybe it takes away more money from you without you realizing it and stolen car i need not tell you but it will surely punish you so um, develop your mindset always remember that nothing comes for free and if you're ready to pay the fees for whatever you're going to earn and learn then you'll never find yourself punished or you'll never find find yourself fined Uh, i hope you like this take please go through the um, reading of my chapter 15 nothing comes nothing's free from the book the psychology of money by morgan hussel and this is that's it for now in this episode bye for today and i see you in the next episode thank you thank you for listening नमस्कार मित्रांनो तुमचं स्वागत आहे इट्स वर्षा स्टेक अँड इट्स सिम्पलमध्ये या एपिसोडमध्ये मी तुम्हाला चौदाव्या पंधराव्या धड्याचं काही माझे टेकअवेज सांगणार आहे सो पंधरावा धडा द सायकोलॉजी ऑफ मनीमधला नथिंग्स फ्री सो म्हणजे काहीही आपल्याला फुकट मिळत नाही ह्या जगात आपण काही ना काही प्रकाराने आपण त्याची किंमत अदा करत असतो म्हणजे ते प्रत्येक वेळेला पैशाच्या रूपातच असेल असं नाही ते कधी आपली मानसिकता आजमावत असेल कधी आपली शारीरिक क्षमता आजमावत असेल कधी आपली बौद्धिक क्षमता आजमावत असेल तर ह्या कुठल्याही पद्धतीची आपण जर किंमत मोजली आणि तर ती एक प्रकारे फीच असते किंवा आपण काहीतरी देतच असतो तर आपल्याला फुकट काहीही मिळत नसतं याची जाणीव फक्त फार कमी लोकांना असते कधीकधी बरेचसे लोकं आहेत की ज्यांना असं वाटतं हां कसं मी फुकट मिळवलं तर ह्याच्यामध्ये लेखकाने एक छान उदाहरण दिलं आहे की तुमच्याकडे पैसे असतील तर तुम्ही नवीन गाडी विकत घेता 
कमी पैसे असतील तर सेकंड हँड गाडी विकत घेता आणि पैसे नसतील पण तुम्हाला गाडी हवी आहे मग तुम्ही कदाचित चोरीही करू शकता गाडीची पण त्या तिन्हीसाठी तुम्ही काहीतरी किंमत मोजता म्हणजेच तुम्ही जर नवीन गाडी घेतली तर तुम्ही जास्त पैसे देऊन गाडी घेता ते पैसे कमवायला तुम्ही आधी कष्ट केलेले असतात डोकं चालवलेलं असतं तुमचा वेळ वापरलेला असतो आणि तुम्ही ते पैसे निर्माण केलेले असतात सो ते तुम्ही आधी मोजलेलं असतं म्हणजे दिलेलं असतं तेव्हा तुम्हाला हे एवढे पैसे मिळालेले असतात ते पैसे देऊन तुम्ही एक नवीन गाडी विकत घेता तुमच्याकडे कमी पैसे असतील तर तुम्ही थोडे कमी पैसे देऊन एक सेकंड हँड गाडी विकत घेता कुणीतरी वापरलेली गाडी आणि तिसरी तिसऱ्या ऑप्शनमध्ये तुम्ही चोरी करता म्हणजे पैसे देत नाही पण त्या बदल्यात तुम्हाला कदाचित जेल होऊ शकते तुम्हाला कदाचित काहीतरी पनिशमेंट मिळू शकते काहीतरी शिक्षा घडू शकते तुम्ही कदाचित जेवढे पैसे असतील कारचे द्यावे लागले असते त्यापेक्षा दुपटीने पैसे द्यावे द्यावे लागतील फाईनच्या फॉर्ममध्ये आणि सेकंड हँड गाडीचं असं होतं की कदाचित तुम्ही तेवढे पैसे होते म्हणून तुम्ही घेतली पण मग तुम्ही दुपटीनी त्याच्यावरती खर्च करता ती गॅरेजमध्ये जाते नार नारुदुरुस्त राहते आणि तुम्हाला चालवता येत नाही मग त्यामुळे तुम्हाला जास्त पैसे खर्च करावे लागतात म्हणजे थोडक्यामध्ये काय लेखकाने सांगितलं तुम्ही प्रत्येक गोष्टीची किंमत मोजत असता ती किंमत बरेच वेळेला पैशातच असेल असं नाही तर तुम्ही तुमचं भावना भावनिक काहीतरी विश्व गमावलेलं असतं तुमचा वेळ परिरा परिवाराबरोबरचा गमावलेला असतो तुम्ही तुमच्याकडचं काहीतरी खूप मौल्यवान असं गमावलेलं असतं कधी तुम्हाला स्ट्रेस झालेला असतो म्हणजे मानसिक त्रास झालेला असतो एखादी गोष्ट मिळवण्याच्या मागे तुमची मेहनत असते सो ही या सगळ्या किमतीच आहेत ज्या आपण अदा करत असतो एखादी गोष्ट विकत घेत म्हणजे एखादी गोष्ट अचीव करताना म्हणजे तुम मिळवताना ती मिळाली आणि जर तुम्हाला असं वाटलं की ते फुकट आहे तर ॲक्च्युली तुम्ही पनिशमेंट घेतलेली असते किंवा तुम्ही फाईन भरलेली असते त्याच्यापेक्षा लेखक म्हणतो जर तुम्ही आनंदाने एखादी गोष्ट केली आणि दिली म्हणजे मेहनत आनंदाने केली आणि भावन भावनिक पण जर काही आपल्याला एक्स्ट्रा काही त्याग करावे लागले तर तेही आनंदानेच केले पैसे गमावले तेही आनंदानेच गमावले समजा स्टॉक मार्केटमध्ये तुम्हा तुमचं नुकसान झालं पण तुम्ही ते आन आनंदाने म्हणजे काय की त्या जे तु जे तुम्ही दिलं त्याला फीचं स्वरूप द्यायचं फीचं स्वरूप म्हणजेच काय होईल की जर तुम्ही फी दिली असेल तर तुम्ही त्याच्यातनं काहीतरी शिकाल पण तुम्ही फाईन भरली असेल किंवा तुम्ही पनिशमेंट म्हणून ते सोसलं असेल तर तुम्ही शिकालच त्याच्यातनं असं नेसेसरी नाही उलटं तुम्हाला हळहळ वाटत राहील की अरे ते गेलं ते गेलं ते गेलं तुम्ही लक्षच देणार नाही की तुम्ही त्या गोष्टीतनं किंवा त्या प्रसंगातनं तुम्हाला काय धडा मिळालेला आहे या गोष्टीकडे लक्षच नसणार तुमचं आणि मग ती ते तुमचं खरं म्हणजे नुकसान असणार आहे ते तुमची अजिबातच ती अचीवमेंट नसणार आहे त्यामुळे लेखकाने आवर्जून आवर्जून सांगितलं आहे की तुम्ही कायम लक्षात ठेवा या जगामध्ये काहीही फुकट मिळत नसतं तुम्ही काहीतरी किंमत मोजत असता ती किंमत कशाची मोजत आहे ह्याच्याकडे जर तुमचं लक्ष नसेल तर तुम्हाला बर बरीच महा बरीच महाग पडू शकते ती एखादी गोष्ट 
पण हेच जर तुम्ही त्याची जाणीव असेल तुम्हाला की तुम्हाला फुकट काही मिळत नाही तुम्हाला काहीतरी त्याला त्याच्या बदल्यात काहीतरी द्यावं लागतं काहीतरी गमवावं लागतं आणि काय गमवतो आहे ह्याच्याकडे पण आपलं लक्ष असलं असलं तर मग आपल्याला कळतं की ओके मला हे जर मिळवायचं असेल तर त्याची फी ही आहे मती मती कुठल्याही स्तरावरची असेल फी भावना भावनिक असेल पैशानी असेल कष्टानी असेल कोणा कोणीत कुठलं तरी एक रिलेशनशिप दे सोडून देण्यामध्ये असेल असं एखादी वस्तू सोडून देण्यामध्ये असेल असं काहीही असू शकतं पण तुम तुम्हाला त्याची जाणीव असते आणि तुम्ही ते जाणीवपूर्वक केल्याने तुम्हाला तुम्ही काहीतरी धडा शिकता त्याच्यातनं तर आणि त्यामुळे तुम्ही मोठे होता म्हणजे युग्रो तुम्ही वर जाता नाके पण हेच जर तुम्ही फाईन किंवा पनिशमेंट घेतली असेल तर म्हणजे तुम्ही काहीतरी चूक केलं आहे आणि ती चूक तुमच्या कदाचित लक्षात नसेल आली तर तुम्ही गुन्हा केलेला असतो तशा वेळेला आणि नक्कीच तुम्ही वर जाऊ शकत नाही त्याच्याने तर लेखकाने ह्याच्याकडे लक्ष ठेवायला सांगितलं आणि आपणही सगळेजणच या गोष्टीकडे नक्की लक्ष देऊया हा धडा नक्की ऐका तुम्ही स्वतः वाचू शकला तर वाचा आणि वाचल्यानंतर स्वतःचं एक पर्स्पेक्टिव्ह बनवा एक काहीतरी त्याच्यातनं धडा शिका आणि तुमच्या जीवनामध्ये त्याचा उपयोग जरूर जरूर करा सो मित्र आणि मैत्रिणींनो आत्ता पुरतं इथेच थांबते नक्की भेटूया पुढच्या एपिसोडमध्ये विथ अ न्यू चॅप्टर दुसरा त्याच्या पुढचा धडा म्हणजे तो आहे धडा नंबर सोळा आणि यू अँड मी असं सोळाव्या धड्याचं नाव आहे सो भेटूया लवकरच थँक्यू सो मच फॉर लिसनिंग